This week on the Meg Rock Show, I was able to sit down with Tamara Judge from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Tamara and I talk about what life is like after the Real Housewives. Can you believe she was a part of that TV franchise for 12 years? Tamara and I talk about what she is up to these days, what her focuses are. She is loving growing her company, Vena, which is a CBD company, and she shares all about CBD. So if you've always wondered what CBD was, how you can incorporate it into your life, you're gonna love this episode. Tamara talks about how important it is for her to work out, how she works out with her husband, Eddie, every single morning. They own Cut Fitness together. And you're just gonna fall more in love with Tamara Judge. After this episode, you're gonna understand why she was definitely a fan favorite for 12 years. Welcome to the Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high vibe people, and those who practice different healing modalities around the world. I help women manifest more love, more self-love, more money, better health, and clarity on their life path. My purpose is to help you remember who the you are. Let's rock this out. Welcome, Tamara. I'm so excited to have you. Oh my gosh, what is life like after being on The Real Housewives of Orange County for 12 years? Holy well, moly, 12 it, years. It's, you know, it's my same life pretty much, except for I'm not as busy. I'm not traveling. I don't have as much stress. Um, it's, you know, I, it's the same life, just without cameras, I guess. Well, I know it's a trauma. Yeah, exactly. I know it's, it's probably pretty cool for you to be able to go back and watch. You may not even want to watch, but to be able to go back and watch your life over 12 years, because I feel like as a, as a family, I mean, my husband, I was like, Oh, Tamara's coming on the show. He's like, Oh my gosh, she's always been my favorite. I feel like we've watched you and your Uh, family for 12 years. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel very blessed to be able to be on that platform for 12 years and so much that I have today, I would never had if it wasn't for the housewives. Um, It was definitely a transition for me to um, turn that part of my life off and, you know, see it around me and see it all over social media and not feel like left out. A part of me felt like I was kicked out of the popular girls club. (laughs) And I think most of all, like, you know, I miss the people that I worked with. I production in general, like in my house for 12 years. And, you know, like that part of my life, like I miss that. I don't miss the drama. Nobody misses drama. So that's a given, but you know, I enjoyed my time. I feel like, you know what? I did a great job in my 12 years of building two businesses from my platform and you know, life goes on. There's all good things come to an end. Absolutely. Well, I was thinking before we got on this podcast, I was like, that has to be really challenging to be a part of a show, any show. I mean, we're, we're talking about reality TVs, TV shows in general, but to be a part of a group of people that have been selected because they're interesting, cool individuals, but they yeah. all have different backgrounds, different viewpoints, different personalities. It's like, okay, here you go. Now get along. Right. You know, yeah. and let's see Which- where this thing goes. Yeah. And that's basically how they cast the housewives. Everybody has different personalities. You know, obviously one person's going to push another person's buttons. And so, you know, and there you go, you have a show. Then you have a show. You're exactly right. Well, what is, when you were filming, let's say, you know, production was in your house. How many months were you filming? No, 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 no. Three or four months three or four months. It it has changed. Um, like some years we'd only like three months, you know, cut off other years, 
maybe we need a little bit more. Maybe we had some new housewives, took a while for them to get into the groove. Sometimes it take four months, but on general, no longer than that. So we'd film for four months. And then after the filming was done, they would go through editing. We would still continue doing like our confessionals or interviews, whatever you want to call it. And then we would go on to press. It was literally like a 10 month cycle. So I knew what I was doing for the next 10 months. And then it was like, oh, I got two months to just relax and not worry about all this stuff. So, yeah. so as so far I'm as like having your life planned out, like you knew, oh, I can't travel here. I can't do this. Like this time is spoken for. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. For 12 years. Yes. 12 years of my life. Yeah. I mean, I think back my Sophia, who's now almost 16 years old was, you know, like a baby I was holding her up, carrying her with a bottle. And now it's, it, it's hard for me because I feel like I kind of did lose a lot of time with them because I was so busy, busy, busy going, going, going. And now I just, I love being at home. I love, you know, that they're home being homeschooled and get to spend so much time with them. So I'm enjoying all of it. Well, and you do get to make up for some of that being an available grandmother, you know, we all go through seasons and changes and, you know, we're available and we're not available. And now you're at a time where you can be present, you know, and look look at the businesses you're building and everything you're doing that will eventually bless you know, your children and your grandchildren. Absolutely. I mean, nothing against working moms, but I'm just saying like, I was so busy and of course I was there for my kids. However, you know, being home this past year, especially with the pandemic, everybody being home, it has been a nice change for me. Like everyone's like, oh, this pandemic. I'm like, this is like a vacation to me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's definitely been, it's been rough for everybody, but there's definitely been in it and you do, you have to look for that. And I really do like, we have a 15 year old and a, I'm two boys and then an almost 12 year old and we've been together so much and it's been so crazy. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to look back on this and go, thank you so much for this time that we had, you know, that's how I feel because it's my time with my kids are coming to an end. I have Spencer, who's almost 21, who's going away to college this year. And then Sophia, she's going to be 16 and she's only got two more years of high school left. So, and I, we don't know where, where she's going to go or what college or anything yet, but I'm like, and then I'm going to be like a total empty nester. Oh (laughs) yeah, I know. And then like with kids playing sports and all the things they have going on, we just had a spring break together. And I was like, you know, these vacations as a family are going to be far and few between because everybody just does their own thing and has their own lives. And so family unit together is going to (laughs) be nearly impossible. Well, I feel like when the kids become teens, especially for me, just because I'm a public person, like my kids do not want me to post pictures of them on social media. Not either. They're, they're like, and I think in general, teens across the board, like mom, do not post pictures of me. And so, you know, we always get away with it for, with Facebook because they're not on Facebook. <laughs> I That's for, the truth. Yeah. I can sneak around like, on Facebook. I feel like Instagram's dying out for, you know, teens. It's more like, yeah. you know, TikTok and Snapchat and all that kind exactly. of stuff. So, so my daughter's not on Instagram, so I can sometimes sneak a picture in there. But you know, kids don't want to be put on social media, they and they don't. And then they don't want to go out to dinner with you know you and your husband, and they don't want to go on vacations. They're like, no, we, we don't want to go. You know, so know. you know, it's that's all coming to an end. It is. It's all yeah. coming to an end. It's crazy, crazy. Okay, well. So not feeling well after, you know, all these years, I know that that eventually led you to wanting to get in shape and led you to cut fitness, which I want to hear about. And then also I want to hear about, I just want you to tell me everything you know about CBD because I'm learning about it. I know there's so much to learn and I 
have used so many different CB, CBD products over the years, but I am in love with everything Vena. Like we everything. Just, thank you. And it's just been such a blessing. Um, we've put our heart and our soul into it. We've partner with the right companies to get, you know, it formulated and third-party tested. We have isolate, which people get confused, like what's isolate and what's full spectrum. And, and so we have the isolate, which has zero THC in it. And then we have the full spectrum that has, you know, a tiny about amount of, C, of, of THC in it. But I always say it's kind of like a superpower. It gives a little bit more of a boost. However, you know, there's people in government jobs that get drug tested and God forbid, you know, a tiny little bit of THC shows up in their system, it, they could lose their job. So, you know, we have both options. Um, we have, I have it right in front of me, but we have everything from just our, our tinctures to soaking salts. Um, I know that you've talked to me about the Manuka honey, the Miracle Manuka. It is amazing. It's really like a thick creamy melts into your skin. This is amazing. Over. Do, you, do you use it all? I mean, yeah. do you use it all over? Yes. Yeah. So I have really dry skin. So I Me use too. it on my arms. I use it on my face at night. Um, I don't put it on under makeup because I feel like it's a little bit too heavy, um, but that's what it's used for. It's just be all over multi-use American Manuka. Um, we have topicals or top, topical creams that, you know, for muscle pain, arthritis, um, um, anything that like hurts people that have told me they've had, you know, surgery and after their incision healed, it was still sore. They'd rub it on there to make it feel better. So we have a long list of products in our lineup. We are launching our skincare line, which I'm super excited about. So that's, that's so exciting. Be, yeah. So that's launching. I believe if everything goes you know, as planned, because there's so many bumps in the road with COVID and so many oh, yeah. delays. So we were supposed to launch it last month, didn't work, but so we're launching three products to add to um, our skincare, which Manuka was our first one. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was something that we talked about getting into probably two years prior to, to really the boom investigating it. And really it, it was when Eddie actually got sick and he had more time two years prior to that, we knew that CBD was up and coming. We knew that uh, the cannabis laws were going to change. You know, we knew a lot and we had friends who were actually in the cannabis industry. And we thought like at first that we were going to go ahead and go with uh, marijuana and look into that. And then I was too afraid just because, you know, the laws were a little bit weird. Um, I'm a public person. I don't need the DEA showing up at my door and seizing my property. <laughs> you know, I, I was a little bit afraid, but there's yeah. a lot of money. There's a lot of money to be made in that. So CBD, um, when the farm bill, especially when that passed, was just a blessing for us. And we just ran with it and we're growing. I never expected it to be this big of a business, but we are literally just, just so blessed. So blessed. Well, so okay, I was going to, yeah, we were gonna, I'm gonna, I was going to give, um, your, your viewers a code for 25% off. So if you've never tried CBD, um, Meg 25 will be the code and you can get 25% off. Um, and when this airs, I'm hoping that our skincare line is out as well. So yes. they can try that out. Yeah. Well, the products are absolutely amazing. I literally, I got the products from you and I went straight to the website and I created an auto ship and I have the bath salts in there. I have the melatonin chews. I've got to go back yes. in there and edit it. And I've got to add the miracle Manuka. Is that what yes. it's called? Yes. That's what yes. it's called. I've got to add that. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, I have to add everything. I love the chocolates. Yeah, the, the chocolates the are chocolate, good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the dark chocolate mint squares. 
Yes. And that's the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, we all get into this health and wellness kick and we, I, I do do anyways, I try all this stuff, but I'm one of those people that if it tastes bad, I don't care how good it is for me. Yeah. I just, I can't keep doing it. And everything Vina tastes good. Everything. Yes, tastes good. I mean, it's hard when you're, you're working with, um, CBD, like, yeah. Yeah. So we, we really, with our um, tincture, I feel like it tastes like butter. Like there's this like a buttery taste to it, which I can handle, but I've tasted other ones. Not so good. No. Um, full, full spectrum's a little bit tough to not flavor because it is very, very strong. So we do have a mint flavor to our full spectrum. Now, a lot of people um, don't know a lot about CBD and they're just researching it. And they're like, you know, it doesn't work for me. And I think my, um, one thing I want to say to people is you have to be consistent. It's not like, you know, you do it once and it cures everything in your body. You have to be consistent. It's one full dropper under your tongue every single day. And it could take you a week. It could take you a month. Everybody metabolizes CBD differently. So what works for me might not work for you. Like so for- it's about have it's about consistently having that dosage in your yes. body. So your body gets yes. used to it. And, and it's, and explain that a little bit deeper. Yeah. So for me, um, I take it because I have inflammation in my body. So my joints hurt, you know, everybody's taking it for different reasons. Um, if I don't take the CBD, I notice in the morning, like my, sometimes my fingers get stuck, my shoulder hurts, everything is just off. So it basically puts your body in homeostasis, which means it balances everything out. So it's, I mean, it's very, it's very detailed information. Like it, it, sometimes it gets confusing even to me. I'm like, but how does this work? You know, but it's, it, I'm telling you, it works. It definitely works. And it's natural. It's not and like it's you're putting a chemical into your body. My girlfriend who has had back pain forever started taking the full spectrum and the full spectrum has completely helped her back. She's like, I'm on pain pills. Like nothing helps my back. I have to get massages like once a week and this is helping it. So my oldest son who actually, you know, smokes marijuana, he's like, mom, why would I take CBD? I smoke marijuana. It's the same. I'm like, just humor me. Yeah. So so explain that a little bit further. Yeah. So he, because CBD has a healing power, the product in it. So that's what it is. So our CBD is from hemp and it's more, there's more um, CBD in the hemp plant. So they're kind of like cousins where you have the marijuana plant and the hemp plant. Now, if they've grown together, they can cancel each other out. So that being said, there's more healing power in, in hemp. So he started taking the drops, the tinctures, and he gets headaches and his headaches went away. So it's just- and, and CBD doesn't, for those of you listening that are learning all this, CBD doesn't have the high, the hallucinogenic. No, it doesn't have like it doesn't have any Yeah. Power. No, but I will tell you, you know, we have a full spectrum and that it's really one of my favorite products is the full spectrum gummies. I don't know if you, you tried the, oh, you yes, got the, yes. yes. No, I have those too. Okay. So it, we have the gummies and with melatonin, which are called the restful night. And then we have them just no melatonin in it, just CBD bites gummies. And I take sometimes one of each and I am literally, I can be laying on because it does have a little bit of THC in it. So I'll be laying in bed and literally I'll just like kind of melt into my pillow and I am out and I do not wake up. And I've had trouble sleeping for, for a while now. So I take these, I'm out. 
I'm out. Well, and we've used, I sleep pretty soundly, but I mean, I do love knowing that I'm like out, out, and I'm not going to wake up during the middle of the night, but my husband has always tried different things to help him sleep. And he took, and he was like, this is good stuff. He's like, we have tried everything, yeah, everything. And he's a bit, and he's six, four, he's a big guy. And yeah, Eddie, he needed, Eddie a, he needed one. I needed half. Oh, wow. So, so the one thing about melatonin too, that it's mixed with CBD melatonin, um, can have a reverse effect on some people. Some people are very sensitive to melatonin. If you are, then I say, just do this, the full spectrum CBD bites, because it's still going to calm you because CBD has a calming effect on you. And it does help with like anxiety. If you're really stressed out, um, it helps with so many issues. I mean, you can just Google and, and see how many things it can help with. Well, so. I'm, I'm excited. I think, um, I mean, especially 2020 and we're still kind of in this same, but different energy in 2021 times are changing. People are waking up. There is this huge shift happening and it's also happening with the wellness industry. I mean, people are seeing that there are so many ways to heal and be healthy outside of what we've all been taught to believe all these years. Yeah. So Eddie is a strong believer in not taking any kind of pharmaceuticals. And for somebody that was you know, diagnosed with a heart condition, it was very difficult for me to get him to take his medication. Um, and it got to a point where doctors like, listen, this is life or death. If you don't take your medication, you can have a stroke. You can, you know, you're having problems with your heart. So he finally is like, okay, I'll take it. But I literally had to monitor this guy. Like you have to take your medicine because a lot of people out there are just popping pills and doing all these things that are causing other problems. Uh, his was a, you know, a medical condition that he absolutely had to take it, you know, until they figured right. everything out. Yeah. But so many people are so quick and so many doctors are so quick to just say, Oh, pop a pill, take a pill. Like for me right now, I'm having autoimmune issues. Now the doctor's like, okay, you have to be on thyroid medication. You have to be on this medication. And I'm like, I have like a handful of medications I take. I want to find out why, why, mm-hmm. why tell yeah. me why I don't yeah. need a bandaid on it. I want to treat the cause. Why. Like what's the cause Let's yes. treating the symptom. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm in the midst of doing right now. <laughs> yes. And you'll, you'll get that figured out. You're listening. That's what Caroline, we were just talking about another friend that was on my podcast yesterday. And we were talking about that. It's just getting to the place in your life where you quit looking for the answers out here. And you finally start listening to your body. Yes. I think that's big. You listen to your body. And that's one thing, um, you know, Eddie learned the hard way is that he knew something was wrong and he kept saying, Oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm out of shape. I'm like, no, you're not out of shape. You know, something's wrong. You know, it's not normal for your heart to beat 200 beats a minute because you're walking up the stairs. Um, so you have to listen to your body. You have to, you that's really do. Yeah. You know, you have to be your own advocate. You know, you have to, a lot of doctors are like, Oh, well it's nothing. Or, you know, for the past year I've gone through so many blood tests, so many scopes, um, scans, ultrasounds, all these things. So I'm having like, you know, intestinal problems and bladder issues and inflammation and, you know, sinus issues. And I'm like, I know there's something wrong with me. I know. And I took it, you know, upon myself to just start researching, researching. And then I felt, um, came across, you know, quite a few people talking about breast implant illness. And I'm looking at all the symptoms. I'm like, I almost have every single one of these, you know, and if it takes me removing my implants to feel healthier or to see if that's even what the re- cause of it is, I'm willing to do that. Absolutely. Now, 
I would definitely, you know, have my health over vanity for sure. Well, you'd be beautiful regardless. Oh, you're sweet. You would, you would. Okay. So let's talk about cut fitness. Okay. Yes. So how, how, how old are you? I'm going to put your age out there. Cause you look like you're 35. Are you 50? Uh, I'm, I'm 53. 53. Okay. Yeah. So I'm feeling like watching the show. So you and Eddie started dating or got married and then y'all started cut fitness. Yes. So basically what happened was Eddie worked at his dad's law firm. So he had worked That's there right. for a year. Yeah. He was the IT guy, um, guy at the law firm and he hated it, but he also always had one foot in the fitness store. So he's a cyclist and, um, he would also teach spin at the gym Equinox right next door to the law firm in Irvine. So he would go and do that just for fun. I mean, obviously there's no money in that, but it was just something he really enjoyed doing. And so when we met, we, I've always been into fitness. I mean, always, I used to work for LA fitness. It's just was always a passion. And then I had kids, you know, how hard that is. Yes. And so then, um, so when we started dating, I had told him, you know, you know, the housewives are great. I know it's not going to be around forever. I have my real estate license, but I really think that I want to open up a business, you know, while I'm on my platform to, you know, to grow this business because I can't count on this money forever. And so we talked and I said, you know, I'd like to open up a gym or I want to open up a bar. <laughs> and he's like, okay, one extreme. I said, I know it's crazy. I saw that movie when I was young, Cowboy, uh, what was it? Um, Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Right, right. And I thought, oh my God, how cool would that be? Right. Because yeah. I, I love like Western, all that yes. stuff, dressing, the music. And um, he's like, well, I don't know if that's doable here in our little community. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I, you know, really pushed for opening up just a small little gym. And he really wasn't on board. He's like, you know what? You know, it's too hard for me to leave a successful career and go and do this because we have to be hands-on and you're filming. Somebody has to run this place. And so he tried to do both. We went ahead and decided we were going to do it. We, we looked into it. We thought it was going to cost us $50,000 to put this thing together. It ended up costing $400,000. That's what I was about to say. 500000 Yeah. Yeah. $100,000 to get it up and going. And we've been in the same location for, I want to say we're going on nine years. I think in January, it's going to be nine That's years. Amazing. I know. And you know, it's, it's a business where you have your ups and your downs in the first couple of years. You know, I really thought we're going to open this business and the money is just going to come pouring in. And I remember telling my dad, dad, I'm, you know, cause he was an entrepreneur and he owned his business the entire time, you know, I was growing up. And I'm like, I'm opening up a business. And he's like, oh, he's like, be careful what you wish for. There's something to be said about clocking in and clocking out. Yeah. And um, the first couple of years, I was like, where's the money? Like, what is going on? You know, and, and he's like, this is a part of business. It takes money. It takes time to make money. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Just close the doors down, <laughs> you know. But we stuck it out and we were fortunate enough to have enough money and reserves to, to stick it out. And I'm glad we did. I mean, it's a huge part of our life. It's such a great little community that we have built. Um, we have a lot of the same members we had from the day one. We've changed our business model a million times to adjust to what's new in the fitness industry. Um, we started out with group classes and now we're really just a boutique personal training facility. So you, you pretty much have to have an appointment to come in. We have trainers there that do personal training. There's way more money into, in that than there is, you know, group classes. Yes. 
we also have a, um, especially trainer there that has trained a lot of professional athletes. And we do have some professional athletes that come in there, which is kind of like, oh, I get a little fangirled out like, oh my God, yeah, Mark, Mark Sanchez is in our gym right now. You know, <laughs> it's like kind of crazy. And it's, and it's your gym. Like that's super, yeah. super cool. I know that's got to give you just a high that again, not only did we make it, we've made it. Yeah. And then we, we have a chiropractor, we have, um, a massage therapist. And so we've evolved around, yes. you know, in the, in the nine years that we've been, been open and, you know, and some, sometimes it's like, Oh God, this is so much work. Like Eddie literally is up at five in the morning. He's there, he's training people. We're short on trainers right now. So if there's any trainers out there that need a job. Is <laughs> it know, because so they're sitting at home collecting unemployment, like the rest of the world? Um, Oh, I just, did I just lose you? Oh, there you are. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah pretty much, mm-hmm. pretty much. It's yeah. just, they're, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've had, we've had some that are, have moved out of state because of COVID, you know, and they're, they're just, well, sorry, but I'm going to go. And I'm like, no. So it's been difficult. You know, we were closed down for a while and, you know, there was like, are we going to make it or, you know, this is very trying times for small businesses for sure. And, and it's been really difficult, but we we've stuck it out and we've done what we could to, to stay open and, you know, well, just hoping for the best. I know. I know. Well, I, I really feel like it's, it's on its way. I think, I think things are, I don't know what it's like in California, but I think it's definitely the air is getting a lot lighter around here. I think we're slowly yeah. getting back to normal. Yeah, it is here too. Things are opening up. I heard that this next month, maybe like, maybe we won't have masks anymore. I don't know if that's true. I mean, you hear so many different stories, but I'm ready for things to be a little bit more normal. Exactly. Okay. So remind me you, so you and Eddie were in a different house a couple years ago, you sold the house and you're back to the house that you had when y'all first got married. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've bought about three houses in the past three years. So we held on to the original house that was Eddie's house when I met him. So we held on to that and we went and bought another house um, in our same community. And we were there for 10 months and it was just a nightmare. We just didn't have great neighbors. It was super noisy on the street. They didn't want me filming. It was, I mean, it was just crazy. So we ended up, um, my friend, Shelly, who's a real estate agent. She's like, Hey, I have a buyer that wants a house just like yours. Would you be willing to sell it? I'm like, sure. Eddie was literally in the hospital in Texas having an ablation. I'm like, go ahead, show it. You know how to get in. And she's like, okay. And it sold. Wow. So it was like crazy. So uh, my other girlfriend, Jackie, who's a great real estate agent in Kodo goes, Hey, did you really just sell your house? I'm like, yeah. She goes, I have the perfect house for you. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, it's in Kodo. I go, I kind of want to move to Kodo. So we went and looked at it and I'm like, done, let's just buy this house. So we were in there for a year and three months. And, um, you know, I basically lost my job at, at Bravo. Yeah. And I guess, I guess when it was announced, somebody thought that I was going to be broke. Like I couldn't afford my house anymore. Yeah, so, right. Exactly. So they, right. So it was literally like a fan called, uh, an agent in our area. And they reached out and said, are you willing to sell your house? Um, I have somebody that doesn't even need to see it. They're out of state and they want to buy it. And I'm like, I told Eddie and I said, I don't know what to do. What should we do? I mean, I lost a big salary. Like, should we just sell? And, and he's like, no, we're fine. Don't, you know, you get all panicked and he's like, we're good. And then they called back and offered $250,000 more. And this is right before the pandemic hit. 
What a right. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking like a week before a pandemic hit. And, and so when that hit, I'm like, oh my God, like maybe we should do it. Cause who knew? I thought the market was going to crash. Yeah. And then, um, our renters in our house that we're in now literally text us and said, Hey, something's come up. We need to break our lease. I'm like, Oh my God, this is a sign. This is a sign we're doing it. And then like, as the days went on pandemic hit, I'm like, Oh no, we have to sell because the market is going to crash. Yeah. Uh, little did I know the market is not going to crash. And it's just mind blowing to me. How it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's I, crazy. Everywhere. Actually, I know, is, well, you know, well, you're a realtor. Yes. Tell me about yes. it. I mean, I just yeah. know about it because we, it's, it would be a good business move for us to sell our house now. And we totally would if someone knocked on our door, but we're looking, we're just trying to find somewhere to go because everything that goes in the market's pending like that day. Well, this is the thing you're going to sell high and you're going to buy high. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, ideally, if you could sell now rent for a while and then find something when the market levels off, because I'm sure that's going to happen. But that's right now it's hard. It's super hard because like I sold my mom's condo and she's the one that you, the one that you redid or fire. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So cute. Yeah. We, it was, it's a small little condo. It's like a, just about 1100 square feet. And we redid the whole thing and it came out so adorable. And, um, I said, mom, these condos are selling for crazy money. Do you want to sell? And she's like, yeah, let's sell. So she had it for about 17 years. So she sold, we sold that. And now she had it for 17 years. I bet she made a chunk of change. She did. She did. And she's retired. She works part-time at Costco just so she has something Fun. to do. She's like me. She can't sit still. And, um, so I said, mom, why don't you just come and move in with us? Cause we have a detached casita to our house. Nice. And, and I said, why don't you just move in there? And she's like, okay, so we're going to add a, a kitchen onto the casita. But in the meantime, last week we had a flood in our house. We had a pipe break and our whole kitchen is being gutted right now. I'm like, what are the chances? I go, mom, I think we might even have to move out of the house now. <laughs> So I said, I don't know if y'all are going to have a kitchen for a while. It's going to be five people and two dogs. I don't know where we're going, but we're going somewhere. So yeah, so it's been, it's been a crazy week, but on the flip side, I love to renovate and decorate. So I'm, my kitchen didn't need it. I just redid it. Um, Why well, redid it about four years ago. And then when we moved back in, I remodeled every other room in the house and put new flooring in, which is really fun. But I'm like, well, you know, in the past four years, five years, styles have changed. Like New kitchen sounds fun now. Are you going to do one of those waterfall, waterfall um, islands? Well, you know what? Right now my kitchen is all white and I have a lot of gold and bronze kind of detail, hardware, things like that. Then I have the very light wood floors. And I'm thinking about going with, um, well, I have two islands in my kitchen. And I'm thinking about going with a very nice, lighter wood tone islands. Pretty. So two wood tone islands. Um, we're trying to salvage the countertops because they're so beautiful. And then the perimeter of the, the um, kitchen will be in white. And then I want to do like a pattern tile, you know, backsplash and some floating shelves and all that. But I'm like, of all things, I'm like, why can't you have a flood when um, you need a remodel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got to plug my phone in. I'm sorry. Oh, Bear you're with fine. Me. You're fine. Okay. Well, I know you're loving looking at houses and selling real estate. So that's so, okay. Tell, know, me, yeah. tell me what your day looks like. So you go work out at cut Eddie runs. He's basically, hold on, hold on. okay. Hold on. Let me, let me plug this in. I got to okay. go over there. Plug it in. Sorry. 
I wasn't expecting that. And of course, all my plugs are. I don't want to unplug my. Um... Hold on. Okay, I got it. I got it. I did the upgrade on my phone. And ever since I did the upgrade, I lost like half my contacts. My phone like dies instantly. I'm like, <laughs> just need to get a new phone, I guess. I know, yeah. Okay. It's so what, something. what does my day look like? Is that what you asked me? Yeah. So Eddie runs fitness. So you go work out and then you basically focus on real estate during the day or are you hands-on at Vena at all? Okay. Yeah. I'm on, I'm pretty much hands-on on everything. So I, we go to bed super early. Like we're literally in bed by seven 30. I mean, if, if I'm not asleep by nine o'clock, it's a miracle. I mean, it's a crazy household over here. <laughs> My kids I are love going to bed early. Yeah. So we, and then Eddie's up at like probably five in the morning because he goes his first clients at 6am. Um, I usually get to the gym around seven 38. I, I get up in the morning, have my coffee, check my emails, um, try to, you know, wake myself up. I always have oatmeal with blueberries and shaved almonds every single morning. I eat that, take my vitamins, and then I'm off to cut fitness. So I train Eddie and I train together. So okay. we, we train together at about sometimes eight, sometimes nine o'clock. And it's about an hour, hour and a half. And then I'll hang out at the gym for a little bit. And then, um, you know, he mostly runs cut fitness. I don't have a lot to do with that other than I work out and, you know, I'll promote and post and do things like that. But, um, then I come home, which makes it nice because I tried working with him and I love him dearly, but we just, when it comes to business, we just don't see eye to eye. So I'm like, I respect you. I love you. You're doing a great job. Do it without me. <laughs> So, and then I come home and then my day is filled with, I probably have one or two zoom meetings a day. I always were checking in with the, the Vena team, um, because of COVID half of our employees are working from home. Um, some are in our office. Uh, we have a distribution center there. So obviously they're, they're working. Um, so just checking in on that. I, I have a meeting every Tuesday with, with the team and then real estate, like last week was crazy. Cause you know, you know, the market's nuts. And I had, or actually it was two weeks ago, so many people are going to see my mom's house and so many questions. I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot, you know, cause I haven't been in real estate for so long. I've kept my license active, but I haven't really sold anything since the show. And I forgot how much time it takes. So a lot, like right now I have to, um, deal with inspections and termite inspections and things like that and do the paperwork. And uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. And honestly, I felt like a total idiot doing it. I'm like, you got to help. I told my friend, you got to help me. I forgot how to sell a house. <laughs> Everything's it's a lot changed. of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, it is a lot of work, a lot of paperwork. So, um, and then, you know, my kids are here. Sophia's here homeschooling. So she's out at three. So I really try to be present for her. Like, you know, I know that up until three o'clock she's in her room, you know, doing the homeschooling, which I absolutely hate. I really wish they were in school. I just feel like, you know, even with like employees, I hate employees where I want everybody in an office. I want that. I, I feel like, people, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like people need that. It's same as like working out at home. Like, people yeah. are like, why don't you do like home videos? And I said, I, you know what? Eddie is such a hands-on type of person with working out. He's like, I don't even believe in it. I feel like you're just throwing something out there. 
um, you don't really have much passion about it. You don't know if they're doing it right or if their form is wrong and stuff like that. And I go, oh, we don't need it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, back to, and then at three o'clock, like usually around three o'clock, Sophia and I will go do something. I have been doing, um, six mile walk jogs as much as I can. I saw that. Yep. Yes. Yeah, just, just because it got to the point where I felt like, you know, I work out an hour, hour and a half a day and I try to eat semi-healthy, but the other 22 hours in the day, we're sitting at home. We are legit staying at home. So your body's just not active. And I just saw, being- I just saw the other day that, um, sitting is the new smoking. There's so many yeah. people sitting from COVID that that's going to be a whole new epidemic of people that are really sick and they don't have the lung capacity because they've been sitting all the time. I never even thought about it like that, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. Like, it's just crazy. Like if you're sitting, I'm either you're sitting on your computer or you're sitting on your couch yes. or, you know, yes. you're trying to find different rooms in the house to sitting sit. on homeschool. Yeah. You're not yeah. walking in the halls at school. It's just all these people are sitting yeah. yeah. And I, and I worry about that with our kids too. Like especially with the teens, they're just literally sitting in their rooms all day long. Yeah. So I try, I try to get Sophia out of the house, even if we go walk the mall or, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, so I'm just, I'm constantly busy, 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 busy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't which have is what, which time. is what you love. Yeah. I'm the type of person, if I'm not busy, my mind gets a little destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I too much into my head and I start thinking all these things or, you know, the rabbit hole right now is like, everybody thinks I'm going back to the show and everybody thinks I'm going to this, uh, all-star event. And there's just all these rumors. And it's just like, you can get on Instagram and people are sending me messages. Like ton- I'm like, no, no. And I'm like, what? Just what turn it here? Yeah. Just don't even care. Just turn it off. Like, you know, right. Yeah, well, I will crazy. say too, that, you know, as, as my brand grows, you know, I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to have tough skin when it comes to critics and people saying not nice things about you. And yeah. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, what you've had to overcome, you know, the past 12 years with just yeah. people being in your business and making stuff up. And, you know, you feel like you, like you have to defend yourself because that's your character. Yeah. No, it, it was a learning lesson for sure. And I, I can't even say to you today that it doesn't bother me at times, but I definitely went through some shit, you know, going through a divorce and custody battle and the things that were written about me that were not true. And I, you know, to this day, like I'll still get just mean people. And all I can say is like, bless their heart. Like it's sad. What what is wrong with them that they feel the need to do something like that or say something like that? Like I've never gone on someone's page and just like spewed hate to them because yeah. I thought that they looked stupid in an outfit. Like it's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah, it, it's and I hard. Think, yeah, it it's is hard. hard. And I think during COVID, you know, because people are so, so stressed out and they have had way too much time to get in their head and get depressed and all the things that I just saw some, an influencer saying the other day that the, um, the trolls, the haters, the people that are sending her horribly mean messages, even about the way her children look, like who would even do that? She said it has gotten exponentially worse during COVID and hurting people hurt people. And it's just really sad that that's, they literally want you to feel the pain that they're feeling, but it, it's just so sad and it's so hurtful because I'm strong, you're strong, you know, but there are people that are not that strong that cannot handle virtual bullying. I'm not always that strong. Like I I'm human and you're human and and there's times where, you know, you don't know what's happening in somebody's life. Like, you know, somebody could have died or something really tragic could have happened in their life, or maybe you just woke up sad that day. And then you turn on social media and it's like, 
you're a has-been, nobody likes you, why don't you go away? And I'm like, wow. And then, you know, it's you, like to, even today, there was an article about me come going to crash the all-star event, like the story's going crazy, which is absolutely not true. And somebody goes, what, okay, oh, what, what is, yeah, keep going. So somebody wrote, oh, I'm sure it's Tamara. She's so desperate to do anything. And I'm like, what am I desperate? What am I doing this desperate? I mean, literally some people think like, since I'm no longer on the show, I'm not allowed to be on Instagram. I'm not allowed to have an opinion about anything because if I am, I'm just trying to get back on the show. <laughs> you know, it's like people are just too much. Just mind your own business. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. What is the all-star show? Is it, it's what all these people are doing now. They're on some boat somewhere. Yeah. Something okay. like so they, they're took a certain amount of housewives from different casts and they put them on a trip, an island somewhere for a week. And okay. for some, somebody made up this complete lie that I was going to be coming in mid season or mid week to cause drama or something. I'm like, no, I've even gone on live yesterday. So it's not me. I'm not doing that. I've even had a guy that announced it and said it was true. Reach out to me. And I said, no, it's not me. And he still ran with the story. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Jeez. It's crazy. Well, yeah. you're amazing. And I, I, and, and I know the reason that I've always loved you and I don't have strong opinions about not liking anybody on reality TV. I just observe all these different personalities and all these different people. But I think the reason I've always been so drawn to you is because you are so real. I mean, I was literally you know, texting you or looking at, at the form that you filled out before you even came on here. Like I asked you a question, a question. And it was like, you gave me one word, which was hilarious. And you gave me an emoji. Like there's no fluff. Like you're just real, you know, yeah. and that's why you're so, that's just why you're so likable. And that's why you were on the TV show for 12 years. In my opinion. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm like this in my everyday life. Like I, and Eddie's like, can you just filter yourself a little bit? Like I'm the same way. What you see I, is what I'm you like, get. I can't help it. I, yeah, it is what it is. Good, bad, and ugly. Like I'll tell you like, you know, something horrible about myself. And most people would be like, oh no, I would never, you know, they would never say that. And I'm like, we're human beings. That is so me. Mm -hmm. We are human beings. Like, why do we have to act like our lives are perfect? They're not perfect. Mm -hmm. They're not. And, and our, and know. our, we could talk forever and I, I want to respect your time, but yeah. our vulnerability, everyone's vulnerability and your ability to be real is what helps other people be real. Yeah. And that's something I learned right off the bat, you know, with, with the housewife show is like, you know, some things I look back and I cringe, I'm like, Oh my God, did I really say that? I had no idea. You know, I was younger. I was stupid. I would say things just to say them and, and, um, you know, not lies, but I was just definitely like, you know, give my opinion about somebody. And I'm like, Oh God, like I would never do to that extreme, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but You know, I learned and I saw myself from the outside and I'm like, you know what? People really like it when you're just open and honest, mm -hmm, they, they like that and they appreciate that. And if you screw up in life and I tell my kids is if you screw up, say, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. I said, when somebody, when, when you say that to somebody, they have nothing to come back at you with. If you try to dance around it and say, oh no, well I didn't know. Then they're going to, you know, call you a liar. Just say, yeah, I did. I, I did it. I'm sorry. It was a stupid move on my part. You know, I learned from it, but, um, yeah, so I learned that early on, just be yourself who you are. If they don't like it too bad, there's people are going to love you. They're going to hate you no matter what you do in life. You That's can give truth. somebody, I mean, you can hand out, you know, donate a million dollars to something and somebody will be like, it's not good. Enough. It's not good enough. You could afford more than that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh my God, it's crazy. It is so crazy.
So crazy. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. Tell our followers where they can, where they can find Lena and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah. So, um, Tamara judge, it's pretty much across the board. I need, I even joined TikTok. I'm trying to get used to it. Kids are laughing at me, but it's, it's, it's kind of fun. I have to admit, it, I haven't had to, it is, I haven't so, had it is so much, it is so much fun. Our, our, our kids have made fun of me. I started doing it last summer during, during COVID and our sons will be like, Oh mom, you're the cringe is the word you're so cringe. And so yeah. now I have like 10,200 followers and my youngest son's like, mom, you really need to step up your TikTok game. Do you know what you can do if you did like three a day? And I'm like, Oh my God, you've been embarrassing me for a whole year. And now you're trying to give me TikTok advice. Hilarious. At first TikTok, I didn't really want to be on it. And then after I got on it, there's a lot of great content, like food recipes, health recipes, fitness Fitness. advice. Like I'm just over, I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of of talented people on TikTok. A lot of talent. Crazy that you'll see, like there was this religious guy that I was following or just came across today. And he's like inspirational, but he's also all very religious and he's just so good. And he, I think he was an actor. I can't remember his name, but so good. And, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So that's the part of being old. What was I going to say? There's just good content on TikTok. So you found this guy, this inspirational well, guy. I you forgot love. where I was going with this. Oh, okay. Well, I do it all the time. You oh, get a pass. No, I do but it all I mean, the time. It's just, it, it's just amazing. Oh, no. What I was going to say is that he had like 2 million followers on TikTok. And then I thought, well, I'm going to follow him on Instagram. And he had like 5,000 on Instagram. That's what I was getting at. I'm like, I, it's so unbelievable. Crazy. Like the, the people that are on TikTok that have millions, millions. of followers in these kids that have millions of followers. And then you go to their Instagram and they have like 200. And I'm like, yeah. how is that? How does that work? And yeah. I think for a younger generation, it's definitely TikTok is the way to go. It really is. It really so is. So you can follow me on TikTok. I'm not that exciting. I try to be funny once in a while. Um, and then of course, Vena, V-E-N-A, CBD. So, um, and of course we have our code. If you want to try CBD, you know, it's always great with a discount. So Meg 25 for 25% off. We have online chat. So if you're not sure about what you want or what's best for you, because we do have so many products, you can always just get on there on our, on, you know, open hours and, you know, somebody will answer your questions right there, or you can call us, but you know, nobody calls anymore. It's if you don't have to call, <laughs> it's the best Let's get on there and chat with somebody to find out what product's best for you. So perfect. Well, this was awesome. I am so honored that you were able to hop on today. I'm so excited to oh, connect with you. And I am sure that people are going to run to Vina after this is over because they're going to fall in love with all the products, just like I have. So thank you so much, Tamara. And we will do this again soon. Thank you so much. If you thought today rocked, subscribe to the Meg Rock Show podcast, leave a review and let me know what your takeaway was. All of my social is linked in the show notes. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at TheMegRock. For more info on me and to take my quiz to find out what energy blocks you have in your life and in your home, and maybe even coaching, go to ManifestingMarge.com. Repeat after me. I am a powerful, loving, radiant, abundant, badass warrior goddess. I am here to rock out this lifetime. It doesn't serve me or the world to play small. I am worthy of all that I desire. See you in the next episode. The Meg Rock Show podcast and all content created by Manifesting Marge LLC is created for informational purposes only. 
Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have for a medical condition or concern. Meg Schwarzrock is not a doctor or a therapist.